Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Welcome to Lore Party, the podcast that explores the stories, characters, and lore behind some of our favorite video game universes. Today, we're discussing none of that. I'm Neil. And I'm Lawrence. Lawrence, let's get into it. E3, Nintendo, 2018. These are all words. What are you stoked about? <laughs> um, the obvious is Super Smash Brothers. I know, Hollow Knight, it's great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Downloaded it the second I got home. I have got like, I've seen like five Instagram stories of my friends who've been playing Hollow Knight, actually. I've waited over a year just so I can play it portable. I've been very incredibly patient. As you already know, Metroidvanias are my favorite style of game. And I, this is the first modern one in a while that is scratching the itch for me. I've like first heard of Hollow Knight like a few years ago when I was watching something on YouTube. And I've looked into it, but I've never played it, but it looks fun. I played it for about an hour and a half last night, and it was everything I wanted to be. The the sense of isolation, the dread that was filling me, the, the just overall loneliness and somber music, and it was beautiful. Such a fun experience. I'm so happy about it. I'm probably going to end up buying that game by the end of this episode. $15, you should. <laughs> but otherwise, yeah, Smash. Pretty excited about it. Yeah, and you know what? Let's 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 save Smash because I want to talk about um, some of their some of the other indie games that popped up mm-hmm. because I feel like that's one thing that the Nintendo Switch does pretty well is like pander to the uh, indie game audience. They've had a very good track record with their little Nindies directs or whatever, uh, showcasing all the stuff that they have coming to the Switch. Like it, it really seems like third party like they're really trying to let in on that as portable games and then nintendo's making console games for it i'd say hell yeah so one of my first indie games that i'm super excited for is definitely overcooked 2 what is that i was trying to watch the trailer and it just seemed like co-op burning everything and then they were running and that that was really all i got out of it i kind of spaced out on that one overcooked is like it's a game where Uh, You work as a team and you prepare meals in the back of a kitchen and you you put them on a conveyor belt and it sends them to who's ever going to eat them. So you get keep getting orders like uh, you get more orders as you continue to play. And the ingredients are a little bit more complicated or the, the meals that you're putting together are a little bit more involved as you go through. I've had that job before. How much money is this game? It's like... Holy crap, it's cheap. It's super cheap. They've been they've been really good about pricing their indie games overall. Because normally Nintendo still has a little fee and like PC ports and whatnot like cost a little bit more, but so far on the Switch, pricing's been right. Right. I think it's like twenty bucks. Yeah. I first heard of this game. Um I was in Columbus 
with one of my buddies and he had it for the switch and that was the first time that we had four joy cons and so we all like took turns because we had like a big group we took turns playing it and it's fun it's like a random mindless game where you make food and you run into people and you like really fuck shit up and it (laughs) makes everybody laugh so it sounds like tapper but for restaurants basically yes and you get these like weird characters you can choose from and there's a random button that makes them swear and these like just symbols appear above their head oh so this is a service industry simulator oh yeah god it's 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 perfect except you can be like a raccoon (laughs) and you take orders from an onion sometimes but what i'm excited about the second one is it actually has online play which the first one didn't so like my girlfriend and i we play it all the time and we're like it would be cool if we could like have two more people that we know that play this game so the fact that they added online support is awesome because now i can mess stuff up with my friends in columbus or you know wherever Yeah, it's for me. So outside of Hollow Knight, the thing I'm probably looking most forward to right now as far as like Fortnite. No, I do not play well with others. So I I try to stay away from co-op and multiplayer games. Uh, But that's just me. Um, It was actually what they opened the show with and one of the few titles that has a 2019 release date rather than uh, the 2018 date. But it opened the show is uh, Damon or Damon or Demon. I'm going Damon. Damon X Machina. Uh, it was that big mech-looking game where you're just a red mech shooting at everything, and it looks pretty as hell, and it's been a while since I played a proper like mech warrior or a Gundam-type game where I just get to shoot at stuff. Like it, that, and that's all it looks like, and I'm honestly looking forward to see what they're going to do with that. Yeah, I did get a real like nice Gundam feel from it, and I, I was like, this seems interesting. Yeah, but we got really no information about that, but it definitely caught my eye. Yeah, no information whatsoever. I'm like, hopefully this lands in that indie section and I can get it for 20 bucks because it looks like it would be fun. Right, exactly. Like, that would be something I'd really like to do. That that would be a fun online game, I think. I would, I would give it a shot. Speaking of online, I did find it very curious that we didn't hear about the online service coming in, what is it, like September, November, whatever. And there was no, like hey, it's been, like, over a year since the Switch came out. It's the second E3 with the Switch. Like, here's a big software update. Here's, you know, what we're doing in lieu of Virtual Console or anything. Just nothing about the... There was nothing about the hardware or the OS itself. Right. So I wonder if they have some big plans down the road because they've been pretty consistent in their Nintendo Directs this year and getting all the Switch information out that way. This E3 seemed very focused on, here are games we have coming out within the year. We hope you like them. So I think two. Th- I have two th- things to say about that. One, yeah, where is the uh, you know like kind of like comms or update and everything? Like I want to be able to talk to people, especially considering that they just came out with Fortnite. Well, they have their uh, comms plan, which is a super convoluted thing through Splatoon. But it sounds like for uh, Fortnite that people are just doing it through the headphone jack, and it's been fine. Ah, okay. It just seems like a really like ghetto jerry rig but or work around but you know whatever and then i mean yeah they, they really didn't focus on the hardware or anything um i feel like nintendo's focus was was like hey we know that you guys have been like talking our ears off about a certain fighting game that i will mention towards the end of this which speaking of that the only uh the only mention of hardware was oh yeah you can use the gamecube controller for that game that you've been wanting to use the gamecube controller for like that's been it 
Which you could do on the Wii U version. I remember them doing that, and that was still a big deal. But yeah, oh my god, that controller's perfect. Yeah, that's the ultimate controller for this certain I still game. want Joy-Con options. I just want to slide different shapes on there. Like, I don't need the IR. I don't need the Amiibo function. I don't need the gyroscope. Like, just give me a dumb Joy-Con to put on there that has a nice grip that I don't have to attach some silicone and a bunch of BS to. Well, speaking of random-ass Joy-Cons, that seems like a pretty good transition into Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee. That's right. They have the Pokeball Joy-Con, which is just a ball with a (laughs) motion sensor. And a Mew inside of it, apparently. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's a dime a dozen nowadays, though. Oh, yeah. When I was a kid, you had to... You had to. You had to <laughs> hack your to Game Boy. Move a truck, which, and then you realize, oh, it's just a glitch. Oh my god! Yeah, Pokemon Let's Go. Now that I know that it's not a core game, it seems like a blast. Like if it was part of the mainline series, I would have been really ticked off about it. But just knowing, like, oh, I can go and take this game super casually. That's cool. My only gripe with it right now from what I saw at E3 was the rival is no longer a piece of shit to you. He's still getting the name asshat from me. Oh, 100%. And he deserves it acting that nice. I saw I saw in the, the treehouse thing that like, oh, he gives you five potions randomly and tells you good luck and that he bought them for you. Wait, really? Yeah, he's just like, here's five potions. I bought them for you. Like, hang in there, whatever he says. I'm just like, that is not the Pokemon game I know. So again, thank God this is a spinoff. I would have been highly upset. Oh my God, I swear to, I swear to God. Yeah, that actually, for some reason, that makes the kid inside of me very angry. But I'm, I'm super curious about the co-op features. And I'm also very, very curious about the battling mechanic. Yeah. Like, I want some intense, big-headed Pokemon battles. The battling mechanic seems absolutely the same. It just seems like the capture mechanic changed and that you can do uh, two-on-one fights, it looked like. Okay. See, I, yeah, because like, I'm, I'm more in- interested in collecting badges. Like, you know what? I'll get the Pokeball. I'll transfer my Pokemon. And I might go for a walk while I'm playing the Nintendo Switch and then just double down on XP because I'm a very crafty millennial. Right. <laughs> if this is the way of Pokemon Go, it seems like it's going to be more of a catch em all situation. But we'll see how it all shakes out. I'm really interested to see uh, how it diverts from like the original games since they're mirroring them so much. Right. So, I mean, it's, it's a cool concept. And, you know, um, I think it, it really fits well with um, how Nintendo and Pokemon push push the envelope so otherwise the c3 like looking down the line uh nothing else really interests me like i've never really played xenoblade while i like rpgs it doesn't seem like my cup of tea i don't really have time for it and it's they just announced a dlc fire emblem same deal i don't really like strategy games uh not my thing yeah octopath traveler i'm a little interested still but that seems slow to happen i like how they have minecraft and then that generic Minecraft also, right. like Nintendo's like, we're letting everybody in. You got a game, just reporting it. Yeah, I forgot the 3DS is like still rolling stuff out because you have Captain Toad being ported to that, the original Luigi's Mansion being ported to it. Uh, did forget, though, Mega Man 11 comes out the 2nd of October, but I don't think they really showed anything about it at all since we got a trailer a little bit ago. Yeah. I'm actually super excited for that, and it's got great voice acting. 
right? Which I don't even, like, I didn't know I wanted voice acting in a Mega Man game, but, like, it really helped the environmental sound of the whole thing. Hopefully, a Mega Man 11 gives us a 2D zero. Oh, that would be awesome. That would be sick. Honestly, the only thing about this E3 I didn't like was um, you showed off a title card for Prime 4, Metroid Prime 4 last year. Just show me that you have been developing Metroid Prime 4. I believe that you are. I get that if it's nowhere near ready or it's going to like change the concept, whatever, that's fine. But, ah, man, I just wanted it. Hey, man, in the meantime, just play Just Dance. Ooh, you mean Just Dance 2019 releasing October 23rd? Oh, yes, that very game. The greatest release. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so, like, a bigger title that I'm incredibly excited for. Super Mario Party. Yes, a real Super Mario Party. Right. I still have a Nintendo 64, and that is one of the games that I have. And me and my buddies from college still play each other in that. Like, we just had an ongoing competition about, like, who could win. I still know all of the mini games and, like, how to kick ass. Right. I'm very shy about it. As I said, I don't really like multiplayer games. I feel like whenever I play, like, darts or pool, Mario Kart, Mario Party, I'm always just like, oh, no, thanks. I really don't like competition. I feel like a, like a freaking hustler the entire time because then i proceed to kill when i do it especially when i'm being super bashful i'll be like oh no mario party i'm not that good you don't want to play with me and then i cream you see that's like all of my friends they're insanely good at that game (laughs) and just being able to put two together and like customize that map and they don't even have to line up yeah when they swiped across i'm just like that's crazy i hope there's like no lag on it like there was in that video but like that's genius they even moved it to like the edge of the switch so it's not like everything else where it's like okay this has to be lined up perfectly and this is going to be like a pain in the ass and that's the one thing i haven't done with my switch yet is local multiplayer and it it just seems like it's going to be perfect like the ds was because i also forgot the ds like that also had ir that also had like a little well, did, did ds have motion probably no, no that wasn't until yeah. 3ds but still like there's a lot of little hardware components packed into one thing that never truly gets utilized and i'm glad it's happening with this console so i feel like we have enough time now to jump into that game that we the could... big one yes the the big one the ridley amiibo the thing everyone was most excited about at this year's Nintendo E3. <laughs> right? Oh, my God. That's what yeah. you're talking about? Yes. Oh, my God. So we're going to talk about freaking Super Smash Bros. Everyone's here. <laughs> Except for Waluigi. Don't care. I got Ridley in that sick amiibo. Yeah, that's sweet. Like, they have so many characters in this game. And then I, I love how they were like, okay, here are all the characters. But guess what? You're still going to have to unlock everybody. And that's and the fact they said they're trying to make it a more interesting, like fulfilling, meaningful way. Like I'm excited about because I it just always felt like just like so blasé. I'm just like, oh, I got targets done. Like here's uh, Lucas. I don't know. I don't remember. Right. But like just arbi- very arbitrary things. And when they had well, even like the uh, the Super Smash Brothers for the Wii when it had. Um like the whole story mode and i was like whoa that's that's freaking awesome like right so i'm, I'm wondering if they're gonna do that for this that or like give me like an actual classic or adventure mode back give me the true single player experience back to smash there's no reason it's not there and i really want like stronger tournament play and stronger online play 
because like, I don't know, Smash is a game that I don't care if I'm playing by myself. It's like the only fighting game that I will actually play by myself and still have a great time. Now, it seems like they're kind of take going to take it the route of like the last two and do slow reveals on their website until the release, which is fine by me because I feel like that's when they're going to show off. Oh, here's all the fun new modes, because really all we got is here's char- here's all the characters. Here's how it's a little more balanced uh, right. stages return. That's it. We don't know anything about the game modes at all, which is huge because especially like looking at melee, like one of my favorite parts of it was, oh, here's a hundred different random challenges for you to go through and try to complete that were all very, very incredibly unique. Yeah. And I mean, they showed all these characters. I'm wondering about the characters that they haven't announced because you know that there's characters that they haven't announced. Oh, absolutely. Or not, maybe not even developed or like worked in as Echo Fighters yet. Also, I'm glad they acknowledged their Echo Fighters because yes. everyone complained about Dark Pit for so long as being a waste of space. But now it's like, you can't waste space in this game anymore, you know? Right. Like, they're jam packing everybody in there. That, yeah, the Echo character thing was like freaking awesome. The change to some of the smash attacks, even the small things like, hey, if you, you know, you directional to- air dodge is huge for me. I've wanted that every single smash game I've played. Oh, you know, I'm super happy because I'm getting a little Mac back and uh, little Mac is my like favorite smash character. Honestly, I'm just glad I don't have to buy the Smash 4 DLC, (laughs) really, because I want to play as Cloud finally. Seems like a blast. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I bought Ryu, but I didn't buy anyone else. I'm like, yeah, I get to choose everybody else. Yes. So I'm I'm incredibly excited for that. I'm going to probably like play the crap out of that game. Oh, yeah. And who knows? I might try to like do a few Smash tournaments. Maybe you'll see me on in E3 next year. Ooh. With a giant lore party t-shirt on. (laughs) So we had Damon, Xenoblade, Mario Party, Fire Emblem, Fortnite, Killer Queen Black, Overcooked, Hollow Knight, Octopath, SNK, Splatoon 2, Smash Brothers. We only had 13 games in about a 45-minute segment. And nothing else on the side. We're just getting gameplay, which is cool and it's fine, but just tell me a little more. But hey, you know you can look forward to another core Pokemon game. Oh, yeah, I cannot wait for that. The first real Pokemon game on a console. So Nintendo's already got 2019 on lock. So, you know, we're, we're, we're getting some big stuff happening. Exactly. This is a buy year with Smash. Smash is going to get us through six months after it comes out. Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, that about wraps it up for this episode. We want to thank you for tuning in and being a part of the show. Be sure to connect with us on Twitter at lore underscore party and leave us a review on iTunes. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.